What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello, 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 my people. Hello. Hello. How you doing, bro? I'm good. Good? <laughs> it's been a while since we... I know. I don't already. know who you are. What are you doing in my house, buddy? I don't know. I'm a stranger. <laughs> stranger in get the Get out. Night. You got to get out. Oh, <laughs> What's up? It's been interesting. I've, I've, I've been trying to catch up on... TV shows and movies, and dude. You know, I made a. Uh, I don't know if I told. I think I told you this story. I made. I started making a list, not of shows that I want to watch that I haven't watched yet, of shows that I started watching and I have not finished watching. It took up a. It took up a whole page. And an Excel spreadsheet. You should do an Excel spreadsheet of it. No, I literally just wrote them down on a, on a, on no, a legal size notebook. Do an Excel spreadsheet with a checkoff list. It's just so funny because this. I don't know what it is about me, like. I'll get into something, and for some reason, I don't want to finish. Like, if I know, especially when it ends, I don't want to finish watching it. Like, you know, it took me two years before I finished watching the last episode of True Blood, the last couple episodes of True Blood. I've never seen True Blood. No, I watched everything until the final season, and then, I, and then I watched the final episodes like two years later. Why? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I have this weird, weird, this weird thing with what, like watching new things. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I. I'm getting into a lot of Korean shows, Korean dramas. Oh, I've been into that's on my list too. Uh, well, not dramas though. Like uh, um, the one I told you about, the uh, Alice in Borderland. Yeah, I still haven't watched the second season, and I loved the first season. Sorry about that. It's all good. <laughs> we all do the TikToker. The TikToker. No, it's just, one I had some... TikToker. The number one TikToker. <laughs> so you Alice in Borderland. So you never got to finish it. I never got to finish watching the second. I never watched the second season. You know, you and have I loved, to watch it. I loved, the way, absolutely loved the first season. The way the way it played out is fucking phenomenal. That's what I, I mean. It's I so different. It's it's a weird show because it's so sci-fi, so out there, but yet sometimes when they hit the drama, you're like, it hurts. Yeah. It physically, oh my god, that just cut me in my soul. I was watching one called uh, The Guilty. Mm-hmm. Recently, I uh, know probably like a, a month ago, and it's a Korean drama, and it follows uh, this girl. It, it's 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 all like it's a revenge story, and this girl was um, she was tortured through high high school. Wow! Like, like the girl, the bully, which was like always like the popular kid in school, she used to burn her with a curling iron on her legs and her arms. And everything like throughout the whole body, she would like show up at her house one time and just eat her food, and they'll try like just mess with her until she got older, and then she she plotted her revenge meticulously. Like she went to school to become a teacher for elementary kids, so she ends up her daughter ends up being her teacher. The teacher she was a the 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 bully's daughter's teacher. So she plotted everything around that and to, to, to give her that fear, like, oh, you think your daughter's not safe? She never did anything to the daughter, but just that fear that, like, you don't know what's going to happen to my daughter because she's in the hands of somebody who used to bully. You know what's really funny is, like, because when you said bully in high school, I'm thinking the typical high school bully thing where it's like they tease you, they, they mess with you, whatever, right? But then, no, what you described was bully. Like, have you ever seen the actual movie called Bully? Yes. Like that level of bully was just was just like hard, like just messed up hard, and 
And the funny thing is, in that in that in that context of that movie, that guy wasn't even like, you know, he 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 was considered the friend of the people he bullied. He was considered yeah. like the best friend of the guy, the main guy he bullied all the time in that movie. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's like that's that's torture. That's just severe torture because that's not like, and I'm not again, I'm not I'm not diminishing when it happens. That's still traumatic. If somebody, let's say, you know, tries to makes fun of you or, or, you know, tries to mess with you, knocks your books out, you know, teases you, pranks on you, all that's valid and that's horrible. But when you're doing physical damage to somebody, oh yeah, that's a sadistic person. Yeah, and 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 it goes into I'll spoil a little bit to you, and it goes even know. deeper. Is like she even um, puts a like puts a complaint at the school. Like with the with the director or the like the principal whatever it was at the time, and um, her mom had to sign it, sign off on it. So the parents of the girl was so wealthy that they had, they gave the mom enough money to retract her statement, saying that my daughter's mentally ill, that she just made this up in her head. So her whole her whole everybody in her life basically fucked her over. Wow. Wow. Yeah. At like, that point, you might, your vengeance needs to be on everybody. Oh yeah, she she goes deep. Like she ends up playing like there's there's a I don't want to say margin. There's a certain like you know I, there was a computer game called Othello, almost that you could. Uh, it's like black and white chips. They if you, yeah, if I know. you corner to corner. Yeah. So she learned from like a grandmaster, just befriending him, just to learn so that she knows that the guy's husband plays at Thursday nights at this one little hole in the wall. She would go there. Show up, kick everybody's ass, so he could get her attention to befriend her. So he, she has another way in to torture this girl mentally of everything she's done with him. It's going, it's, I'm waiting for season two because the way it ends is like I'm like I want to see what happens. Man, yeah, that's that's interesting. You have to watch it. Add that to your list. The guilty, <laughs> the guilty. Yeah, that's good. And there was a another one that he the kid was a pimp. I saw. I forgot the name of that one. That was the good kid was it. a pimp. Yeah, he was. He I forgot the name. It's on Netflix, and he's a very like mild manner, very quiet to himself mm-hmm. kid. But he was technically, uh, he had he was a pimp because he would send girls out to like entertain, like almost like a call girl. Mm-hmm. He would send girls out to go hang out with these guys that had money, and he would pay. He would he had like this um, this bodyguard that would go with them. Every time they had to go on to meet up with the client. And um, and eventually, like his world of one of the girls he likes kind of collides into the, his secret life, into what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And it overlaps. So he was trying to hide his identity and hide where he, where he made his money at the same time, trying to like befriend the girl that he likes. It was weird. It was he's trying, it, to, he's trying to live a normal dating teenage life. life. Like, really quiet himself. And there's a girl, I think there's a girl that he has interest in, but then she ends up in a situation that falls into his pimp side of life. Like, when he was, he was pimping women out. It was crazy. It was good. I if I remember the movie, I'll tell you next time on the next episode. Oh, it's a movie, right? No, it's a show. It's a show. Oh, I'm about to say, like, because I know a movie, but I, it sounded familiar to that. No, it's a show. But let's get into some topics. What do you got, man? What you got? All right. So, uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, did a deal with HBO Max 
to come out with a reboot of the Harry Potter series. And it's going to be seven episodes, seven seasons. And each season is going to correlate to one of the books. So it's going to be a brand new so cast. So it's going to be a long, a long-winded version. Long of form, yeah. There's a lot of people that are complaining or don't like the idea because one, they feel like maybe a little bit too soon. Because since the last Harry Potter ended up less than 10 years ago, and then those, all those characters are beloved characters that are remembered on everything that they have is always Harry, Hermione, Ron, Hagrid, Snape, like everybody that's, that's active. So nobody's returning. So there's a brand new cast and they're re, 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 um, recasting everybody. So nobody from the original cast is coming through. And a lot of people didn't like it. I, I was like, I'm on the fence. I'm like, I, I liked Harry Potter movies. I never read the books. And a lot of people was like, there's so many things in the books, like they always say, that are get missed, that has to be either left out and you have to get a condensed version of it just to make it appealing for a two-hour process. But here's the problem with the show. Um, so basically, everybody who didn't read the books, their story is based on the movies. So, and you say that's a less detailed version of the story. To a certain degree, right? The movies. Movies are generally a condensed version. Yeah, the condensed version. So basically, all they have to do is make sure they hit the points of the movie, and that is sufficient enough to satisfy people that watch the movie, which means the show can veer off the book because that's the thing. is like that's, When it comes to shows, shows take on a, a life of their own. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not, it's not always good to just base it on a specific story that is well-known because... It, it takes up a life in the world. Think about Walking Dead. I believe Walking Dead took a life of his own compared to the, uh, the series. Towards, towards the end, yeah. Well, well not, yeah, no, there, there was a lot. Even, of even throughout. Cause even I, throughout, there was Wasn't moments. Dale was like, wasn't really part of the story like that, right? Uh, Daryl. Daryl. Dale was. Sorry, Daryl. That's Darryl what I'm saying. Is like move, and that's where the, the risk goes, where you're going to make a TV show based on um, uh, this, this uh, not even the book, the show now, like the movie. So... It could take off a life of its own because also it depends on the actors because the actors can play specific roles and they can do all the lines and everything else, but it could play off differently. Yeah. So but maybe it, maybe people start because of the way the acting is, and I, this just sounds silly, but maybe they start it starts hinting more of a romantic interest between let's say uh, uh, Harry and Hermione when in the movies and I'm guessing the books too they have more of a brother sister relationship. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying is like because of the actors or because of whoever they they might start that the audience might start wanting because the audience no, could be that's, something what, that's completely what different. happened. Like in, if you take even Daryl's like I guess everybody loved Daryl so much in the first season that they they were like, oh, we were getting a lot of positive feedback. Let's give them a little bit more Daryl. And then a little bit more Daryl became more Daryl became more Daryl. Almost the same as um, uh, Chris Pratt's character in. um uh, oh, yeah, and, and he, and he was yeah. he was only scheduled for six episodes. Yeah, that's it. But people loved his 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 Andy so much that they were like, let's give him more guest spots until he became a season regular. So that's the thing. And that's and you're, you're hitting on the point. But I think is it's hard to it would be difficult to do it if they're already setting out to be like, listen, we're doing seven seasons. That's it. Everyone, it's a book, so we're gonna give you what the book is for each season. But see, that's the thing. But then also, you have to look at it. Is gonna is it really uh just a money grab, just a cash grab? Just be like, 
we know it's gonna sell. We know that people. No, are but that's what I'm saying is it's a money it. grab. But then you're basically kind of destroying the original material to a certain degree. Because, oh, you are. Because, like, for example, I mean, because unless you, you, that's one thing about shows. I love shows because they they're able to to kind of tell a story in a very good way, like very detailed way. But you, a show has to have, uh, you can have core elements based on specific items. But you have to give it uh, the ability to organically grow itself into its own story. Yeah. Because unfortunately, it always takes on its own life. It always takes on its own story. And I think for a perfect example, I, I think when you pigeonhole yourself to a specific thing was How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It pigeonholed because it filmed, I believe it filmed the very end of the, the series at the beginning because they wanted to make sure that the, the two children characters looked the same way at the end of the series throughout the show. Uh, they were pigeonholed to that specific ending. Yeah. So what ended up happening? But that's it, that's it the, grew into its own thing where the characters, two characters, might show a better bond, or this story ends up taking a better storyline. But guess what? You have to turn everything around, based on you were building for all these years, to go back to that original ending because that's the ending that you pigeonholed to. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think they they shot the like how you said they shot the ending. As they were intended to, mm-hmm. right? But that doesn't mean they have to stick to that. They could have changed it. They'd be like, you know what? The show took a mind of its own, and is leading us. No, in you're this right. Direction. That was based on their their thing. But they could have done it. and They'd be like, you know what? We need to scrap it. And how many times people scrapped it? They just and they were like, we're. So, I guess they were so focused and intentional. Be like, this is the ending we want. This is how we want to do it. Whatever way we got to that point prior to it has to be changed, regardless of the fact. Because this is where we want to end it up. So, but that's, that's the thing. The weird thing, too, is I think the other thing that hurt the show was not only because of the relationship between certain characters building better than the one that they ended up with, was that the one character who was supposed to only show up for a couple episodes, which was the actual mother, yeah, ended up being so lovable as a character and getting along, fitting into the, the role so well that when obviously her main story ended up changing everything. But anyways, we're like going she way passed off. away. Yeah. Yeah. So we passed away. But going back to that. But again, I think by doing it this way, it's going it's, to it's just it's it's going to end up being something really different than what we know. The I don't even know Harry Potter like that. I don't know because I never read the books. I watch the movies, but I watch the movies in detail. Yeah. And what bothers me about this whole thing is, dude, you want to do a crash grab? That's great. Do it based on the world. Like, look at the other series that came out, um, the 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 beautiful uh, the the magic the beasts one, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. That that but that that fucking trashed in the in the theater. yeah, but that didn't trash because of the story. That trashed more because of a lot of decisions that were made by the by the production. Produ- no, the, but if you want to look at it, just look at a. Uh, I love the first movie that came. Lords out. of the Ring when they did the Hobbit and then they did the, um, what is it? The new show that have a show out. Yeah. Like that's completely within their world, but doesn't have to do nothing with exactly. the original. Or cast. even uh, uh, um, a Game of Thrones, and here. But here's the, th- and I think this is the issue, and I think a lot of it has to do with, and I, I'm, I'm. This is just based off a lot of like just reading, and I'm like, there's no com- confirmation, but people were saying like, um, being that they're going off the books is more like J.K. Rowling has a little more, more control, which means she'll get more money out of it. Instead of if you, she's like, oh, let's just sell me partial rights to the universe. Then you don't have any control. Very little money coming in because of that. So you think that she 
she declined to give them partial rights as long as she, she wanted to give them full. Like universal rights. Like universe rights. Yeah. Instead of... No, so you think she negotiated to the point where like, this is all they can do? This is what you can do. You can only do my books. You can't expand the universe because of that. I know, but it's just going to destroy the... And the funny thing is her, it's her content. So the thing is, again, she's, gonna, she's, gonna, she's gonna find that she has little control of it too because, again, these shows are organic. Like, they just kind of grow into their own thing. Look... Um, I found out my one of my favorite shows, which I still have to I have to finish watching, which is funny, Supernatural. Uh-huh. I think it was only meant to go f- five seasons. That's it. And then we're like twenty seven or something like that. Fifteen, sixteen seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, so, actually, no, like seventeen. But they went like fifteen, sixteen seasons. But they weren't supposed to go with the original five. I mean, you watch the show. They to, they do get to a certain point where you can you can have this like end like it, you it almost you can see like it's ending. Yeah. But it doesn't because people enjoy the show so much. So you have to give. Shows have to have an organism, like, an or, like unless you're doing Spanish, which I love Spanish soap operas. That turn into English? Well, not to translate, but I'm saying Spanish soap operas, my mom used to tell me, was they're predetermined. That's it. Like, they, but they don't go seven seasons. They, they go, like, one season. They have one or two seasons at most. That's it. But they're predetermined. They're going to end. There's not a, uh, this is so popular. We're gonna, no, it ends. Yeah. So, but the thing is, you're telling me it's going seven seasons. In seven seasons, that's, it's... If you told me it was going to go three seasons, maybe, like, that's it. Three seasons and it's over. I would believe you. I'd be like, okay, they're going to end it. But, like, miniseries or, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, Lost, Limited was, series. Lost, Lost was already said to be set for seven seasons before they even started. Yeah, but I'm and, guessing, and they, I'm, they, I feel they, like Lost took a world of his own, too. World of his own. I mean, it's a, a bunch of now. questions. They never left unanswered. So, it's kind of like, if your intent, if your intention to... I know we're going off the rails, but if your intention oh, yeah. is to 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 a predetermined number of seasons, mm-hmm. you need to know what questions are you're asking and where you're, um, how many you're answering. You can't leave it like that. That people you gotta are, you gotta play the uh, the Marvel role where it's like I'm gonna give you a story pattern. You can do whatever you want within this pattern, but it can't go outside of it. Yeah. So, but let's see. Let's right. let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. See what they come up with. But yes. So have you ever have you ever thought, and this is going to lead into because yeah, of remake, yeah. mm-hmm. um, remakes that are done in poor taste. What do you mean by poor taste? Uh, like they should have never remakes that are never existed. A remake that should have never existed, or like why you're remaking it? Because the, the first one was that bad of an, an intention. Hmm, that is a. That, see, this is an interesting question because if the the original was so bad, I would encourage you to remake it. Okay. Now the thing is, if it, if the original was so good, now the question about remaking is it was so popular for the bad reasons. I'm trying to think. Of I could more. I could tell you it. Okay, uh, so like perfect example, I think you can uh, Toxic Avenger. Okay. Toxic Avenger was a B movie, but it was an awesome, crazy B movie. Like, it's the most ridiculous, silly, weird thing ever. Uh huh. So to remake it, yeah, I would. But the thing is, it's difficult because I mean, what was funny back then is not as funny now. So how you know, just gotta make sure that you hit the same points. Like, how can you make that same energy and still make it as funny to the people now that thought it was before? Because again, they. They did things that now you might look like, oh, that's not cool. Like, okay, that's but it depends. I guess it depends on the movie, but I don't know. Like, you know, what I like I, I 
I'm trying to think. Give me an example of a poor taste remake. I could say the one that they're making now. Go ahead. You ready? So it has. I'm gonna tell you some of the people that has Billy from Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, t- uh, there was one of the girls from uh, uh, that movie, that show, uh, Euphoria. I don't know who it was, but they just named her Charlie XCX. I guess she's a, she's a a music artist, a recording artist. Okay. They're remaking Faces of Death as a shockumentary. So if you remember Faces of Death. Is that is th- something you can remake <laughs> though, like that so, you can you can update it. So, Faces of Death, if people don't, is a movie that came out late seventies. Was it even really? Or, I'm like trying to. It felt like a more disturbing version of Girls Gone Wild. Like it was a, it was not a movie. It was not a, like a, a, a documentary. It was. It felt like just footage that people put on a tape. Yeah. So it's so there's no core so, story so, structure to it. Yeah. So the the purpose of Faces of Death that came out late seventies, early sorry, late seventies, early eighties was a pretty much they call it phase of death and it's just like the aftermath or the death of somebody dying like there was it's just disturbing people, footage disturbing footage of people there was i think there was one if i remember correctly there was one guy that fell into an alligator pit and you see him get chopped up apart people hit by trains funny enough later on you find out that some of them were staged they were they were staged just part of the trailer yeah to show it but then inside of the movie, there were actual foot, live footages of people dying. So if somebody thought it was a great idea to be like, hey, let's take Faces of Death, remake it into like a shockumentary of like following the thread of making this movie or collecting all this footage to put together. But I don't understand what you say those characters, those people are what in those movies? I don't know yet. They're just casted. They haven't released the the. They haven't released the synops. Or I feel like it's it's the idea is maybe maybe. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, I feel like that maybe the idea is that people that had to collect the footage, like, like they're like these people that decided to put it together, like the story of them putting it together. Because I'm getting a lot lately. I've been noticing there's a lot more trend of the making of the things that we know like remember we watched the other day the tetris, tetris which right? was fucking phenomenal yeah it was an amazing movie for apple i'm gonna say that now apple tv never misses for me but most of the time considering it was just for a tetris it was funny but you know what all the other trailer that i saw recently was about the story of of blackberry i haven't seen that one yeah it's just it's about the story of blackberry and then you have the story of the air jordans oh, yeah air. yeah so I'm saying it seems like the trend right now so is that's, movies. I of understand that products that are being made in the backstory behind. I it. know, but I understand they'd be like, "Hey, this is the story of such and such such yeah. product. Like this is the story they're doing one of Robert England. Like I think they're doing like a, a the story of Robert England or like a documentary of Robert England. Yeah, but that'd be a documentary. This is kind I of don't, like I a, don't know. I don't know. I yeah. read something they're making a movie of Robert England. Yeah. I don't know if it's a movie like a biopic of Robert England to yeah. where he got to the fame of. Freddy and everything else after that, blah, blah, blah. But I understand that. I get you. I'm with you on them. Like, if they would have been like, hey, this is a movie of the making of Faces of Death, the people that had to go behind it and actually tra- track down all this footage of people dying and putting it together and all the backlash it got from people being like, hey, you're profiting on people's death. Mm-hmm. You're glorifying. And these are things that we shouldn't even have seen as kids in the first place. Yeah. I still remember the first time I saw something. Yeah, so you're like, 
I understand that. I understand they're trying, but this one they say, "Oh, we're doing a remake of it, not a storytelling of how it was created, a remake of it." So you have to say they're taking, they take. I think they're gonna spin into like, uh, like how people like I was saying earlier, like a shockumentary, like the shocking documentary of possibly a film, a movie of them possibly making it, but no, not more. I don't know why they would call it a remake. Or you see them staging the, the videos of people dying. So it's going to be interesting. We don't, I don't know much about it. I just know those three people cool are like It was like a this. horror movie. Like, yeah. A horror movie of them, like, having to, like, and, and then and people chasing them and, like, I don't know, like, some hardcore people. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah. um, I, I see what you mean by bad taste. If they, I just don't see them being able to remake that anymore. Because, one, would you believe it? With everything deep fake, probably I would question it a lot. No, it ain't just deep fake. Just it just seems like like people you can make so many things seem so realistic. Yeah, deep fakes. Well, no, no, just in like you're talking about a computer generator. I'm talking about like no, but yeah. people can actually stage it to be that that gory and that realistic, like that much practical. Yeah, to the point where sometimes the, even the 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 made up version seem is more disturbing than the actual thing that happens. It could be because we've seen some gory horror movies that you're like, damn, that looks like real. No, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, we'll never know. Shoot, we, yeah. I don't know even to this day if what I saw when I was a kid was real. Yeah. So next is we're gonna get into some trailers or teasers and trailers. So the first teaser that came out just about I think yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw it this morning though, was the trailer for uh, uh, Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. You know what's funny? I, I saw the picture. I didn't see anything at that point. That, that's it. That's all it shows. It shows like a, it shows like a, a Kong sitting on a throne almost, and it just backs away, and then you see the two the two heads. So they're speculating that this might be Kong versus. Uh, Godzilla, but they're kids, like the son of Godzilla and the son of Kong. Cause the we saw the other movie, yeah, yeah, no, but the tr- the teaser has the both heads, like the, like it's decayed. It's already been like way past their prime. They're already dead. So whoever's living is their offspring. So it might be like, cause I know where we left off is that Kong went to the other world, and Godzilla just went underwater and did his thing. So. At that point, they had like these mutual. I feel like they had this mutual understanding. Like we, we are neutral. Yeah, I mean, we, we're always nobody's always gonna one's gonna win. The other, we're all, both gonna win or both gonna lose at the same time. So here now, you if you introduce two characters that never met each other already, and have to deal with them, I feel like it's gonna be more aggressive. What do you mean? Are they gonna be like oh because they now they have to? It's not like. The other ones that fought each other and fought, They're, I think, fought with each other. But this is like, wait, I don't know who you are. I don't know who the fuck you are. Who the fuck are you? There's a new generation. Yeah. Like, new what, generation. what set do you rep? Type shit. New generation of ass whooping. Yes. See, but then it always it's gonna play the same way where it's gonna introduce a third element to it. Yeah, third party that's gonna basically combine because those are the two favorites. Period. Yeah. So they so, have to have a mutual evil. Exactly. So the question is, and maybe maybe it's going to be more interesting because maybe they're going to be half the size of their parents. Yeah. So that'll 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 that can make the villain way more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have them actually give it more of a battle. 
into it. Here you go. What's his name? Oh, think it was his name. Oh, yes. So okay, that was that one. That was the uh, next one. King huh? Kong, what? King Kong, the, and it's called the New Empire. King X Kong, the New Empire. So that's already like, hinting that it's a new generation. It's a new generation. Actually, it'd be interesting if they developed armies. Oh, that would be crazy. Like if they developed a certain amount of, like it wasn't just one. It's like it's five one leader, five one leader. Five versus five. Okay. Yeah, like they develop one leader in each side, but they no have holds their own barred people. ladder yeah. match. So that means you can have you can have people <laughs> multiple fights in different areas and deaths. Because obviously, if you had the main two characters, you don't really want either one of them to die. But if you have a list of people, like they both have people to reps. Yeah. Yeah, they can have they have uh, cannon fodder to death. Yeah, like for death. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. All right, next one is an ex- uh, a show, a movie that's coming out. It's so think of it. It's a fantasy movie that sees a a group of super powered circus performers taking on Nazi. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I I feel I, like I I've know. seen that movie. As weird as it sounds, I feel like I've seen that movie, but because the minute you said it, the only thing that comes to my mind, and I know this is different a little bit, but I swear I feel like I've seen that specific movie. But the first thing that comes to mind when you think, when you tell me about kind of circus, yeah, whatever, and then you know killing Nazis, all I think is um, the original series of movies called Puppet Master. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was this guy who created these puppets, but he bring them to life. But all of them had weapons, and he yeah. would use them to kill. They didn't kill Nazis. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but it's so they they have superpowers, or are they just they have superpowers. They have circus abilities. No, they have superpowers. They're, just, they're in the circus, but they have superpowers. Huh. And it's called Freaks versus the Reich. <laughs> I love that fucking name. Let me know something like, yo, what is this about? I need to know. You know, what's so funny is like that's gonna be like the number. Like if you're gonna speak like culturally speaking. That's like the ultimate, like, you know, you can always use that as a, like, no matter what, everybody will always agree. Yeah, that's the villain. Yeah. Like, they, there's very few things in this world where it's like, because it could be unanimous. Know, unanimous, like, yeah, that's, 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 that's who we kill. That's, that needs that, to die. That needs to go away. <laughs> Bye, bitches. So, Fuck what yeah. was the name of this, um, this interesting? Oh, f- no, Freaks and versus the Reich. Freaks, Freaks versus the Reich. You know what's really funny is, like, you think this is, like, the weirdest movie with nazis in it right but then you have what was it wasn't sky something what there's a movie where i think that the nazis actually went to the uh went to the moon and created a whole army there before they started to try to come back to earth oh, and no, like, i don't remember that one. Oh my yeah it's a it's a weird it's a weird uh uh weird like b movie where it's like sky something I didn't and it's like it. a weird b movie i remember seeing i didn't see the uh the movie but i saw the trailer and it's, I believe that's the premise that they that like a group of Nazis went to the moon and they started building a, a, a society and they decided to come back to Earth to take over. Yeah, it's fucking. I need to find. I need to find this movie. I need to find this it's movie and I'm gonna review it. Sky. That's it. No, that's it. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're we're set to uh, find this movie. All right. So lastly, is a trailer that we did both see. Was Fool's Paradise, which is written and directed by Charlie Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a satirical comedy uh, that follows Charlie Day's character that left a mental institution, and he f- 
finds Ray Liotta, right? Yeah, he finds Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta. Finds, he finds him. him, and Ray Liotta says like, "Oh, he looks like this actor that is that is hard to work with. Yeah, hard to work with." And they technically like swap swap them out, but as but he doesn't swap. Like he doesn't take over his life. He just he takes over his fame. Yeah. So because he. They like him better, and he looks like the other actors, so they started using him for everything. He starts becoming famous on his own, but it's just a weird movie. I just decided him to take over, but so basically, the just one element about the character that's that's important is that he is someone who uh, he's in the message too because he does he chooses not to speak or he doesn't he doesn't speak, mm-hmm. but the doctors don't understand why because he he can hear and he technically has the ability to speak, but he just doesn't do it. Uh, so it's a mental block that he has that he doesn't speak. So basically, I think what this is is, is Charlie Day's uh, kind of take on bringing back physical comedy. Uh, uh, D- Buster Douglas, I think it was. Oh, I don't remember the. Sorry, there's a comedian who was well known back back in the black and white era of when physical comedy was like when, you know Charlie side, Chaplin. Yeah, that this even before him, I think too, where he started that whole thing where he's like silent movie era. Yeah, and the physical comedy of it. So that's because I basically I don't think that ever is really gonna go away. Like you can still kind of like you would think that 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 eventually that type of comedy would go away. But you think about the generationally speaking, we had Mr. Bean when we were growing up. Yeah, I think and and I think this is a take on a current day current age Mr. Bean. Yeah, and I and I, and I do agree. It doesn't. It won't go away. The only reason if, if that it wouldn't or it would still be likable is. How charismatic you could be physically, if you could, if you could, per, it's all about body language and and um, facial expressions that you could pull people in, and think, that's and that's and that's something that it's hard, it's hard to teach, but it's hard to get execute execute when you're not in front of the audience. Like if you go to a theater. Mm. It's different because you, people are feed. You're feeding off the people's energy, and you're that you're watching, and they're feeding off of your energy because you're the observer. Here, you're you're trying to portray that and trying to captivate people's attention through no dialogue. So it's simply off of your your timing, your body language, your physical physical expression, and everything mm-hmm. else to to convey something so people could be attracted to what they're seeing to to be relatable. To um, to like you pretty much well, to to enjoy to go on this journey with you. Well, the crazy thing is, is that the ability that ability is so powerful. If you think about it, because think about my I think the reason I got into uh, uh, Mr. Bean was my, my my family, my parents, my mom loves him. Yeah, and you know I don't know if she started loving him when when she first got to this country before that because obviously that type of comedy is universal in a sense yeah. of. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter exactly. what culture you you take because there was no language barrier. Comedy was comedy for what it was. Exactly, but also another thing too is because I remember reading about that. Let's say your favorite show, The Office, obviously started in England with their version of The Office, and then it came to the United States, and then I believe two or three other countries had their own versions too. Yeah, and I remember somebody commenting on the fact that the jokes were different, even though yeah. the comedy itself was fairly the same. The setting. The jokes itself were different because it's cultural. Yeah. You know, obviously the type of comedy we laugh at here in the United States is different than say they would laugh in Europe or, or India. Uh, yeah, or India, something like that. So but physical that physical type of comedy is universal in the sense because it has nothing to do with culture. It's just 
this person interacting with his environment and it's something that no matter who you are, you can kind of relate. Relate to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, exactly. That's 100%. So I, I kind of commend him for it. And I think that cast list is insane. Oh, yeah. Jo- uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Adam Driver. Uh, who else? Um, what was it? Uh, the guy from uh, the, the one who always plays it, uh, the guy from uh, uh, Hangover. Oh, um, Mr. Wong. Right? Yes. I forgot his name, too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, uh, oh, I mean, Ray Liotta also because this, um, you know, he didn't like, he passed away recently. So it's like, there's a lot, there's a handful of movies you're going to see him in. So. Oh, so yeah. So it's Ray Liotta, Charlie D, John, uh, Malkovich, Kate Blanchett, Aiden Brody, Adrian Brody, not Adam Driver. I'm sorry. Jason Sudeikis, Jillian Bell, Travis Fimmel, Ken Young, uh, Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Dean Nor- uh, Norris, uh, Jimmy Simpson, Common. So, yeah, you have a, ca- a huge cast list here. And I, I kind of like these things because, it, it, like, these are kind of artsy movies in a sense, whatever. But it's funny how many people just sign on to it. Like, yeah. you always see a laundry list of good actors when it comes to these type of, like, um, you know who's infamous for that is, uh, like, when you see those movies with, um, who's the director, Hans Christian Anderson, I think is? Or the Hans, wait, the one who did uh, uh, something Budapest, the restaurant. Um, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Why am I thinking Hans Christian Anderson? I'm, he's like, a, he, he, I'm like he's a composer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm like I want to see Wes what Anderson, you're going. Yeah. Wes Anderson always has There's a, a trend lo- going on for that. What? Wes Anderson. Really? Yeah. No, but that's why he has a laundry list of mo- of actors every time he does a movie. Technically, a lot of times it ends up being the same actors, but they're big. They're pretty decent actors. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. But his movies are considered more artsy than, than mainstream, but... But they're still good, though. Amazing, yeah. Love the... I mean, obviously, the number one thing you always remember is called the colors of the movie. The color palette and the symmetry. Yeah. All right, so that's about it for today, guys. Hey. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, eventually TikTok. And as always, find a friend, send a friend, bring a friend, tell a friend. See you next week. Later.